two, single track session number 31. And it's kind of monumental because we are back in Studio 78. First time since September. September so 2016. I'm, so I'm going to be quiet real quick so all the listeners can just clap. All right, there you go. So Studio 78's back, but yep. we are also back at 22nd Street Trailhead in yes. beautiful Ogden, Utah. Perfect. Kind of our home base. It is. It's so pretty outside right now. Nice and green. Just had this warm spell. Now we're getting some rain. Oh, that rain feels so good. And it, it looks it was good. nice. It, it was a neat. We needed it for sure. Kind of wash away all the pollen that's building up. Get those trails nice and tacky. Clean the car a little bit. Yeah. So that worked out for you. Speaking of cleaning the car. Yeah. Joel rolled up in a new hoopty. I know. It's about time, huh? That's sweet. Yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners what you uh, purchased yesterday? So if you listened over the last year and a half, as you should have, um, you know I have an old work truck. And uh, I just hate spending money on cars. (laughs) Really, I do. (laughs) But the truck was was on its last leg. It wasn't going to pass safety in the mission. I wasn't going to put the time or money into it. So... I found the Subaru last week that was rocking. Had a newer engine, like a rebuilt engine, newer clutch, and uh, that was high on the list. And then, just happened to be looking on KSL Classifieds at VW buses. I don't know why. Well, I don't know either. I, 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 then, then you know what's right underneath Volkswagen is Volvo. Volvo. Yeah. So I looked at Volvos, and I just couldn't remember. You know, they've got like the. The V70, V90, all that kind of stuff. I couldn't remember which one. So the first time I plugged one in, it was like one of the new ones. I'm like, yeah, that's a that's, high price that's range. going to happen. <laughs> so I finally hit the right one, like the, the V70. And uh, there was one down the road from my... Oh, wow. And so I got a nice little 2004 Volvo that is in great shape. That's going to be a great road trip car. Pretty blue. Yeah, it is. The wagon, the model, so there's yep. room to... Oh my gosh, man! The seats go all the way down. I tested that bad boy out. Nice, comfy. Yeah, it's got a roof com- rack. Yeah, it does. It's missing a couple pieces on the roof rack, but that's okay. I can find those. That's all right. So yeah, so Joel's rolling in a new car. Yeah, no, no more excuses. That was kind of one of my ex- excuses over the last like I don't know, eight years, eight years or so. Why I didn't go anywhere because yeah. I didn't have a car. I'd Trust it. I didn't want to take my wife's car and leave her with the broken down truck. Truck, that, right? Yeah. So now I am free. So now it's game on. I think so. Joel's gonna be running everywhere now. Yeah. Especially on weekends, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of adventure. <laughs> so yeah, that's. Uh, I'm excited. We're having some 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 mic issues here with uh, Eric's mic. Well, so I think at this point we can either. Start over again. Nah, let's just keep going. Just it's keep sporadic. Going. I'm going to switch mics out. All right. All right, so what happened this past weekend? Buffalo Run. Um, we had great weather for it. One, Probably the best weather we've ever had for the Buffalo Run. And, uh, boy, people showed up, brought their A game, and, man, we saw some great finishes, too. So Annie McDonald was out there. She did her first 100-miler. That was so awesome to see. Um, I hung out at the timing area all day on Saturday and got to see everybody come across. That was exciting. Boy, she had some nasty blisters, though. Ugly stuff. But she championed out, rocked it, had a good crew out there, and uh, that was fun to see her. Uh, Misty, our good friend Misty, who was on the show a couple months ago, 
She came in. I think she was second place. She was. Look, Look at that. I got a new mic set up. <laughs> that didn't take long. So she was looking really good. Strong. Finished up. That was exciting to see her. Um, our good friend Harrison Fluman, uh, stomach issues, dropped out mile 68, 69, something like that. That guy's got to figure out his stomach or just stop running the longer stuff. That's I think it's sure. just a stomach. Because Let's see. We'll go back. Misty was 24.07 in second place right? Uh, for the women. Yeah. And then Alicia Perry won the 100 in 20.56. Yeah, she ran that way fast. She did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Men's side, Brant Ketterer, he won. Uh, right. Seventeen twenty nine out of Leadville, oh, okay. and then he only won by twenty one seconds. From some guy in Durango. It really? Says. Yeah, that's, that's what awesome. The, that's what the website says. That's true. That's cool. Let's uh, run down the fifty mile. Is Sandre Amdahl from Norway in six forty six? The female was Sage Balak Dixon in eight oh seven out of Idaho Falls. Yeah, that's pretty fast. Fifty k. Giff Walters four oh eight out of Grand Junction. Darcy Gorman. 534. Yeah. And then the 25K, Bryce Knutson, 158, and the female Dammy Drummond, 207. Yeah. Our, our good friend, Kelsey Bingham, second yeah. place female. Yeah, she had 856, I think. Yeah, and she didn't have for her standards what she considers a good day. So that's her first 50 miler. Yeah. She killed it, man. So that's awesome. So she learned a couple things, you know, go by a little bit slower. But uh, Joel did mention uh, Annie McDonald, and she wore a Trail Manners visor. I had to meet her yeah. to get her a Trail Manners visor because she wanted to wear it for the race. So I'm pretty sure that's what helped just a for little sure. bit, just yeah. a little of that inspiration. Uh, yeah. But she's got a great story. I mean, I want to get her on the show now because we sat and talked for about an hour in the parking lot. She was telling me her, kind of her story. In my right. Another one of those like jaw-dropping moments Cool. was her first 100. She actually ran... The Nut series we put on about yeah. eight years ago. I did not know that. I remember her coming because Annie's pretty tall. Yeah, and you don't forget somebody that's tall like that. Yeah, and she because uh, it was a different last name, and she, we we started right. talking too, and she's like, "You need to post the old results for the Nuts races so everybody can see, like, who they know from that." Because she's <laughs> like, "This is where I met like Brandy Hammond and Les, and oh yeah, yeah. you know it's where you and I met Ryan Locke and Lindsay right. Locke and everybody." So yep. it was kind of funny just listening to her story before the race, but right. But yeah, she killed it for her first 100, but the race itself was, obviously, Joel was at the finish line. I had yeah. the Studio 78. I stayed the night, um, and Friday night was awesome for me Yeah, because I set up camp, and we had people coming by, chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. You know, Carl Duke came by. We chatted for a long time. Right. Ryan Delaney, yeah. first time I met him. Amy Pett came by because yeah. she slept out on the island. This year, I didn't know that. Yeah, right uh, but it was awesome. People just coming by, introducing themselves, and Saturday was just off the hook with people coming yeah. over and thank you and good job and right. we appreciate it and nice to meet you. We got our photo taken with some people. Yeah, That was kind of weird, uncomfortable, but fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a fun weekend to get the bus out there, but to get out to the race scene. Did you get the bugs off the front? I did, man. It was like was a that- crime scene. It was bad. And then the, when I left Saturday, it got worse. Yeah. And I couldn't find a car wash that took non-quarters. Right. So it took me a while to Yeah, it was it total murder. It was with, bad. With the bugs. It was ridiculous. Those things stink. Oh, it was, and they were like greasy. Yeah. So getting them off was just scrub fest and oh. it, was, it was wicked bad. Right. Let's see. Oh, let's. Oh, we got to talk about our last show, episode 76 with Melissa Solomon. Man, that was killer. That was a great show. We've got a lot of comments on it. Um, a lot of people talking about it. So, man, thank you, Melissa, for taking the time and just sharing your story because. Yeah. D- you got to be vulnerable to right. that, right? And that's sometimes uncomfortable. We'll get her back on when she gets uh, that Zion 100 under her belt, for yeah, sure. That's cool. And she was yeah. out at the island volunteering. 
Uh, but yeah, Buffalo Run was a f- another huge success for Jim Skaggs and his yeah. wife Karen and all the volunteers mm-hmm. and you know everybody that was running, crew, friends, ev- even the Buffalo had a good time. I think they did. They're pretty frisky. Yeah, from what I've been told. Yeah, I think if you haven't run that race, make sure that you do it at least once. Yeah, e- or even the Fall Classic. Oh, the Fall Classic is the best. Yeah, that that one. I think that's better in my books. I like that one for yeah. sure, and I'd like to see people out to that one because that's all. It's fun. It's always such low numbers for for compared to the buffalo run races right, right? well everybody's done racing for the, for the year. year they're tired they're wore out but really that is like the best that's i like, mean you get to go the on the back side of the island where nobody gets to go yeah yeah if you're already fit don't yeah you're going to attack it as a pr just go out and enjoy the race yeah exactly right? but the other race that happened this weekend that we got some live coverage from our friend jeff hart up in bellingham was the chucking it yeah 25th anniversary because you had chrissy mail on so the chucking it 50k Man, that must have been a barn burner. It seemed that way. Because it was a sloppy mess from everything yeah. I read. And there are people that complained. Can you believe that? No. Yeah. There was like people, really? com- like runners that were complaining because it was so muddy. That's stupid. They uh, should know better. <laughs> they shouldn't they be They all know running. the history, right? It was, it's You're in the Northwest. Duh. <laughs> it rains <laughs> you know, a bunch up there. In March. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of funny reading some people complaining about, oh, you know, I'm faster than that. It didn't show my true time. I would have been faster if it wouldn't Whatever. have been muddy. I'm like, come on. Ding dongs. Go talk to Max King about it. Yeah, right? right? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> so Max had the course record there. Yeah, had. And, uh, well, he took it again. He did. He beat himself. Yeah. He finished the 50K in 3.33. I can't imagine that. Can you believe that? In those conditions. And that then, says a lot. You know, no, new course record. Yeah. And right behind him was our buddy, yeah. Aiden Hawks. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Power Stash. 30 seconds behind him right. for 31. And he would have set the course record at that totally. pace. Totally. So, and then Sage Canada was third at 340. Yeah, he ran a really good race. Yeah. I, I, that's awesome to see. Because yeah, he's been kind of struggling to put the put it all together lately. So that top so three awesome. was awesome. I would have loved to seen. They said that Hayden had to uh, come from, like, made up some time He did. was uh did he struggle with the mud? Is yeah, that that's what, what somebody said. And then the he mud. got in that service road at the end and just must have crushed it. Floored it. Yeah. So. But it was really cool because, you know, he's talking about how he learned and, you know, I mean, you know, being around Sage and Max and, you know, people have been around. Yeah. Um, so that would, that would have been super cool. But, yeah, so, you know, when you're talking two course records falling and then another guy right behind him, then right. the mud affects everybody. It does. It, it doesn't matter how fast you are. It's still going to affect you. Right. I guess the only, the only caveat is if you're near the back of the pack, you're going to get all the slop. Ooh, that does make it worse. You know? Right. So, so the yeah. course gets chewed up pretty good then. Yeah, the first guy's making, you know, headway. Right. And then it kind of gets sloppy. Hey, but but yeah. It's trail running. It in, is. In, quote, unquote, you can't mountains. In the Northwest. Right. In March. Right. <laughs> Put four and four together. Yeah. Uh, the women's side, uh, Ladia Albertson Junkins in 417. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I'm, I'm horrible with names, and they all nailed me. The women did. So did that they? one I probably slaughtered. The okay. next one was uh, uh, Ye Wang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she's had a good year. Man, she's uh, strong. 423, and then Rachel uh, Jatten, J A T E N, at 433. Cool. So women's side, just as strong. So oh, yeah. You're going to start seeing more and more fast times. Dang. Right? Just and everything that goes out there. Um, let's see what else we what else we meandering through here. Um, uh, let's see, we did Buffalo Run, we did Chuck a Nut. Uh, talked about seeing everybody. That was cool. What else? Oh, don't didn't we have what, what happened on Sunday? We posted something on Sunday. Oh, it was the pictures. Where'd your feet take you? Oh yeah, that was awesome. We got even more people than the week before. I'm excited to see that now every week. It's gonna come every week. I, right. I have to because I just in, I love seeing the photos. Well, it's, 
not only is it cool to see the stuff from the U.S., but now we're seeing stuff from, I mean, Australia, Australia Holland was right? in there. We've seen some from Afghanistan. Yeah. But there's some gorgeous photos. And, yeah. and just, you know, I tell people, because I'll ask if you don't, but yeah. kind of where it's at. Yeah, where it's at. Because I'm like, hey, I need to know where that is. Right. You know, you know, Power Stash Tolbert was in Bears here. He had a really cool shot of his feet hanging over a cliff. Yeah, he had. Did you actually read the post that... Uh, came with that uh-uh, so no. he he got invited to go down there with some of the old uh cowboys that live oh, down there that's right i did see that yeah that was a good story just about how you know that that part of bear's ears doesn't get the kind of the notoriety that it normally gets because we see it from like you know hiking and running and backpacking and these cowboys see it from maybe a, a different point of view but they still want to preserve it but their big contention is, all right, if we've got no money, how are we going to preserve this? Because now more people are going to want to come here. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was cool to, to see his take on that. That was down at Comb Wash. Yeah. There was a Tim Ruiz. He had a really cool picture of this old rusted barn-looking thing. Yeah, I like um, that one. And I was like, hey, where's this? It right. was in San Jose. Yeah. Um, John, that was from a race, right? I, th- I think uh, Quicksilver Park. So, right. But I think there's a race going on during those times. Um, John DeMartin posted a photo of like growler a beer. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He's like, after the run, yeah. took me here. I'm like, that's a win. Yeah, it is. Um, you know what would be even better? Cheese curds with that I growler know, man. beer. And not, you know, let me flash back. No one brought cheese curds to the island. We got some huh. beer from uh, Mike Stephenson and his yeah. wife from yep. New Orleans. That was tasty. From, uh, Abbott, A B I T, Brewing so. Company, I believe. Uh, see, we had some pictures from the PCT. We had pictures from Boise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boise had a couple good ones. Bob McAllister, man, one of his with his dogs. The sunset was crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff Fulmer, he volunteered with you. Yeah, he hung out with um, me for a little bit. He taught me a couple buddy. things about the uh, Ultra Sign Up timing app, which was cool. Oh, that's uh, that's yeah. even better. So I learned a couple <laughs> things from him. That was cool. Uh, we had some on Victor, Montana. Here's one in Nightcap National Park in Australia. Right on. Um, oh, and then Matt. Ozanic, he did the rim to rim to rim. Oh yeah, yeah. And he had a cool that red Trail Manor shirt on yeah, again. Yeah, I is like just that one. My favorite. Let's see, Billings, Bella Vista, Arkansas. Josh, that's coming to Beaverhead. He was yeah. out there doing that. Okay, did you follow Kurt Stein on social media this weekend? How could you not? Oh my gosh, that was a riot. He How could you not? He was everywhere. <laughs> he ran the LA Marathon. He ch- I think he changed his outfit <laughs> and his shoes. Um, I think he dyed his beard. <laughs> Different he, colors. He had a picture having an IPA during yep. the race um, from the Viper Room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where River Phoenix was died, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Randall Clark, little blood, yeah. little fall. Good. Um, and then, again, Simon. Simon Hodgson. Yeah, he from did Australia. Again, man. Uh, Merrillbra Coast, Coastal Track in Sydney, and that looked crazy pretty down yeah. there. Uh, just some more from PCT. Good buddy Ty Draney posted. Yeah, that was cool to see that. Afton in the background. Right. Um, yeah, there's some. Brad Sween has one. Uh, mm-hmm. Chugging something on top of a peak. I think it was a beer. It very well, well may be. I think, I think it was in the comment. A beer. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Um, let's see. We had uh, Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Bunch from Antelope Island. Southern yeah. Utah. Um Chuck Walla Trail. Another oh, one yeah. from Ashley Nordell from Arkansas. She did the Three That's Days right. of Salamo. She posted yeah. one of hers on there. Um, and then some just didn't post where they're at, so it's hard to hard to say. Peter we, Downing, our buddy guess. from Suffer Better, posted yeah. a sweet sunrise photo of his favorite trail. Yeah. Uh, Lee Moss in Toledo, Oregon. Makes me just want to run in Oregon every time I see a photo up there. True. Joel Rodriguez, the Baton Death March. Well, I don't know where that is. 
huh. and Stockholm at the Wedge in Utah, Ooh. Eric in York, Pennsylvania. I want to go down to the Wedge. And then I'm gonna. This one's from uh, the ho- uh, Netherlands. The, oh yeah, the Verton Vertoren Trail, <laughs> 60k. In, right. I don't know. A M E Land, Ameland, Omland, Omelet, um, or, or uh, Netherlands. We got some Lewis Peak action and just a bunch from the island. So keep those coming every weekend. So prepare yeah. it. Like think of your spot. Right. And say, mm-hmm. okay, this is where I'm going to give them. And make sure week. you'd let us know where it was taken. Yeah, that's our favorite thing. And yeah. if you have some TM gear, it never hurts to throw that in there. That's because we cool too. Here's a little, uh, here's a little tip. Because we may or may not be doing some type of contest coming up with one of these, like our favorite one. Yeah, we might give them something. I think that's a good idea. Uh, because we're getting some some good ones. So you know, the better they are, the better chance you have. Sure. So let's see what else we got. Uh, Ricky Gates is still cruising along. Yeah, still finally awesome got to on the trail. Conversations with people along the way. Yeah. Did you see his post the other day? I had like these two rubber chickens on his fingers. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> He's like, I think I'm losing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Turtle, he did his post. Yep. One seventy four point six. Yeah, he's he's doing awesome. He plateaued a little because he was only down one point four pounds. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, but still solid. One seventy four. Yeah. Man, give me he's dropping like crazy. Good for him. So that's kind of the main, some main things. But yeah, is there a race coming up this weekend? Is um, Monument Valley is that this weekend? I can't even answer it that. Might, I didn't might even be. look. I know Zion's is what two weeks. Yeah, something like that. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. So yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it might be. Right. I can't even remember. I was so focused on what happened and just the island, um, right, being kind of cut away from service a little bit there, off and on. So. Let's see what else we uh, we as we mentioned before, Anna Frost is coming to the trail running film yeah. side of things. We've got a few more people registered uh, for the race, so we still have slots open there. Yep. Um, come say hi, come visit, come hang out. Uh, the Trail Manners gear sale still going on for the yeah. rest of March, twenty five percent off. Right. We just got orders from Richard Allen in Missouri, Meredith Taylor in Florida, nice Isaac Gallegos with a big one here in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't forget about those. Right. Um, and then submit your photos. I mean, some of these. You know, I hope everybody would be okay if we might pick one of these photos from where your feet take you, if we can yeah. use it on our single track session post. That'd be cool. I, mean, I don't know if we have to ask permission necessarily because it's on Facebook. But I think we, we like should. To. Yeah, we'd yeah. like to. Be safe. Um, we always give photo credit, so right. that's, that's for sure. Um, let's see. So I'm going re- I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read something because I want to hear people's comments on this. Yeah. And so this was on the Facebook, right? It yeah. was a post. Right. And, you know, Facebook can still be... And I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but it's just an interesting concept, right? So it's going to take a second to read this. Okay. So someone posted this, and this is how it starts. Is it supposed to be masochistic? Is running supposed to hurt? Artificial self-induced affliction. This individual likes trail running, but they're relatively new. And they said, after reading Buffalo Run posts, I'm a bit confused about why you do it. Help me understand. I enjoy being fit to be able to run comfortably in nature. But where is the fun in running at to the point of sunburns, blisters, broken toenails, utter exhaustion, and needing support from friends and family to get to the finish line? Is life itself not challenging enough that we need to create these artificial paid challenges slash sacrifices for ourselves? Are ultramarathons only for the well-off that don't really have any problems? Or those that can afford to add emotional and physical distress to their lives? Or is it for those of us that need something meaningful to feel accomplished about? Because there are many things in life a whole lot more meaningful than being able to run 100 miles. I don't know. I'm just ranting now. But why would you put yourself through all the pain? 
all that paid pain, sorry, and suffering when there are so many other things to sacrifice and suffer for that could benefit others. I just run to actively meditate, enjoy nature, and let out some energy, but damn, it seems so weird to see people be so proud of their blood and pain after a race. So, so that was a post on the Wranglers page, Facebook, and so, Facebook, it, so. and it, it's got a lot of responses, yep. and it was it was fairly uh, calm, I guess I should say. It wasn't like super aggressive or anything right. like that. There might have been a few that were a little bit that way. Sure. And the individual had a serious question. They right. don't understand it. They're trying to figure it out. Right. So we're, I'm just kind of curious to hear. You know, maybe you want to leave a comment, kind of why you do it. I mean, there's some va- there's some points in there which I can understand. Right. I, I mean, it's not like any of us have ever had people not approach and say, why do you do it if you're going to hurt, if it's going to suck, if you have to pay that much, whatever else. I think this one just came at a different angle where it threw in some things like, you know, this doesn't benefit other people. Right. It's not, you know, is it meaningful? Right. Um, do you have to do this to feel accomplished? Right. Um, and I think we've had a lot of guests on our show, and I think mm-hmm. this is probably what's been really good is why they do it. Right, because sure. everybody has their own reason. Whether it's a demon, whether they're chasing something, right, um, just making themselves better. Yeah. So what? I mean, there's definitely people out there that do it for the notoriety and like to well, post sure. about it. And, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's in anything in life, right? Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter what. I mean, you pursuit. could help an old lady change a tire, and you might post seven selfies with her. Yeah. Right. You could be like <laughs> raking leaves and like be the best leaf raker. Yeah. Ever. Check out this pile, bro. That's Look right. at my neighbors. Yeah. So. But it's I, I'm always curious to why people do it because there there does come a point. We had uh, I know someone ran the Buffalo Run this past weekend and dropped at mile ninety five. Yeah, did, I didn't know he dropped at mile ninety five until like yesterday morning. Yeah, because so like I, I was waiting for him to come across the finish line. That stinks, man. Yeah, that's I'm bummed. Yeah, I am too. But um, you know what? That that was the right decision to make. Well, see, that's the thing is like nobody can know what you're going through. Yeah. And same with these. I mean, I know people we've talked to that have had challenges with some type of addiction in their history. Right. And this is this is how they found themselves to right. You know, shave that off or, yeah. or deal with that or yep. loss. You know, death. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just your own personal struggles. And I can right. see where it's like a hundred miles. You know, not many people finish and feel like, hey, I'm I'm pumped. I'm gonna do this. I mean, it hurts. It hurts. Um, but I think everybody has their own reason. Yeah. And might be a different reason for each event. Right. Right. Whether, hey, I want to go faster. Hey, I want to do better. Hey, I'm running for this individual. Hey, I'm running for this cause. Right. To raise awareness or whatever it is. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, it, everybody has their own reason why they do something. And it's none of our business or none of our, it's not our part to judge. Right. Right. And uh, I think he, like I said, I think. But there's I mean, some valid here, points. here I kind of put that judgment out there, though. That's what. It, that's what it, it's right. That's what it was worded like. Yeah. Oh, you totally can interpret it that way. Um, I would. I. I mean, isn't there already enough suffering in the world? Well, yeah. yeah, there is. Well, and, and it's it, never not going to be. It's just human nature for us to, to impose that unnecessary suffering on ourselves and on others. And just because we want to go out there and run, whether it be three miles or 50K or 100 miles or 200 miles, um, that, that suffering is going to be there whether we do it or not. And going out and experiencing that is a different type of suffering for ourselves. And, and then it makes us better. Yeah. And well, then when we're better, we're better for um, society. Well, you know, like one of the things that I thought was kind of a, I don't say jab, but one you could take is, 
Is it only for the well-off that don't have problems? So I think that is a really good point. Historically, it is for people that have disposable income. And that's just the, the fact. I didn't, it's, it's not good or bad. It, it is what it is. You know, if you have an extra 50 bucks and you can go run Sinks Canyon, you have extra $50 to spend on it. That was, that was what was valuable for you. If you don't have that extra $50, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, too, we, we realize that you can do things like a rim-to-rim-to-rim. Yeah, that's totally. Or quote-unquote free other than travel or somewhere right. close to home. So you can still hit yeah. the miles. Exactly. If you got the time, too. And that becomes another thing. You know, do you have not only the income, but then do you have the disposable time? Mm-hmm. Well, and again, I think that goes back to, you know, why you do it or what you're in it for. Because it's like, do... You know, because for people that don't have any problems. And I think sometimes it's the total polar opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if you pulled us all very anonymously, you would find that that uh, ultra runners or trail runners, one, I think that they they're, have a higher IQ. I've read that, actually. Right? Two, they're, they're going to have, um, they're going to be a little bit more affluent, right? And, and three, they're going to have more more treatable problems, mental health and physical. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at a start line, and this is one of the first things I noticed when I started running, say it's 100 mile or 50 mile or whatever. You've got lawyers, doctors, which yeah. we consider the top of the scale right? right? On, on success. And a lot, a lot of people with master's degrees, yeah. uh, a lot of engineers. But then you also have the quote-unquote dirtbags. Yeah. Right? That live yeah. in the back of a car. Yeah. You know, and some are still brilliant. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But, I mean, the Absolutely. way we measure success so much of the time is your occupation. Right. What's exactly. one, of the, once one of the few questions you get asked, hey, what's up? Hey, so what do you do for a living? Yeah. Well. You know, and that's part of your life because you spend 40-plus hours a week at that generally. Right. And so I don't think sometimes to me it's not about – you know, don't having problems, but that's a good way to deal with those problems. Absolutely. Because that's how you deal you can't with your do stress, it at work. right? You shouldn't do it at home. Yeah. You know, so how do you do it? Some people have different outlets, whether yeah. it's drinking, drugs. Yeah, not good. You know, uh, ho- other hobbies, you know, whatever they might right. be. So I think that's, I don't know, I, I read it a couple different ways, and some of the responses right. were very candid, and some were a little more detailed. Right. Um, and again, it's not like you have to explain why you do it. It's your life. And right. I think if you have time, if you have purpose and health right. to do it, I mean, I know a lot of people that can't do it anymore that did because their health won't allow them to. Right. And it wasn't an, an injury from running. It's like, man, I miss that. Oh, yeah. You know, we talk about it all the time on this show is the mm-hmm. fear of missing out on something. Right. You know, and that's why some people do it. Yep. You know, that might not be the only reason, but it's like, hey, maybe I shouldn't run this, but I want to miss out. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it's always just interesting to hear people's comments on something like that, just for the simple fact that there are so many ways you can look at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say there's a right or wrong way. I think a lot of times, and for us, it's an advantage because we can express ourselves with words. No, I think there is a, a right way to look at this. You know, it does benefit people and society overall, this activity does. Well, in a lot of right? ways. So I, I think, you know, you don't want, I, I see where you're coming from. You don't want to say that this person was right or wrong. But he, he actually is wrong in, in, his, in his question and in his judgment. This is a positive thing for humanity. Well, here's, here's an old saying that someone said to me. Explain, trying to explain to someone who's never run a 100-mile race is like trying to explain color to a blind person. True, it is. You know? But, I mean, we, okay, let's scale it down. 26 miles, mm-hmm. right? 10 miles. Because it seems like he's just getting into this, mm-hmm. 
and he's already got some preconceived notions, and maybe he'll open his eyes at some point. But I think that overall question, is this good for society? Yes, it is. Well, like I said, multiple ways, whether it's the right. people and how they act. Yeah. You look at a, a Buffalo Run race where percentage of the race entry goes to the island to help yeah. preserve, build, fix, yeah. take care of. Exactly. And that happens in most races. Right. Plus, you get a 100-mile race. People right. need to give eight hours of community service exactly. or trail work. Trail runners are, are very generous. They volunteer quite a bit as yeah. well. So I, I think that this individual just doesn't, isn't, he doesn't know just yet. And I hope he, he comes to that realization that trail runners are very generous well, with and like, their time. And like you said, it, it varying degrees, whether it's yeah. 10 miles. Because we, we talked, Melissa Solomon's a great example. Right. It took her six months to run one mile without stopping. Yeah. So what's the difference between that one mile and a hundred mile race? Right. Realistically, she yeah. went through a lot of pain, suffering, <laughs> yeah, mental anguish, yep. time, everything mm-hmm. else to run one mile. Right. But people do the same for a hundred. So yeah. to really throw it out there and people being proud of their blood and their their broken toenails. Yeah, you need to be proud of that effort. It's like earning right? your Weeblo Scout badge, man. Yeah. You earned those things. Well, <laughs> if your parents earned it for you, it doesn't count, yeah, that's right? right? If they so build the derby I think that's another car. thing is that you know now everybody wants that instant gratification. It takes a long time mm-hmm. to build up to the the marathon distance the 50k 50 mile 100 mile distance you're putting that effort in you're committed to it and you're doing it for making you better which when you're better you're better for your your family for society for the town you live in i think it's hard to find somebody that's willing to give that effort anymore it's true right well i mean look at going to college yeah. You oh, don't suffer. get me started on those You kids. suffer. Yeah, well, I mean, right? you and I suffer yeah, when you, we went to college. Yeah, you're doing homework. Yep. You're stressed about grades. How are you going to pay for it? I'm going to have to take oh, yeah. a loan out with a 94% interest that will cruise <laughs> over 107 years, right? <laughs> um, you know, so you're dealing, I mean, that's a, that's a struggle. It that's is. That's mental anguish. It but is. But it's to make you a better person, it, quote unquote, right? Right, exactly. I wanted to get that job so yeah. I can take care of my family. Sure. I have goals to travel. Right. I want my own practice, follow my dad's footsteps. I mean, yeah. you can really break running down to kind of the same thing sure. as a lot of this other stuff is like right. what what motivates you and what's in it for you. Right. You know, and I think that's truly what matters. Mm-hmm. And along the way, if you want to take some selfies, if you want to show your accomplishments. Just a couple, please. Yeah, yeah just, a couple. just a couple. I think that's fine. Yeah. Right. Because you start your own practice, you're going to put your name on sure. a marquee. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's, you know, my point is uh, I think he's wrong. And that, that's the reason why. I'm willing to back up my belief that he's wrong. Um, and then I hope that, you know, through that conversation that happened on that Facebook post, that he comes to see the benefit of trail races, especially at the ultra distance. Well, like you said, he's barely getting into it. Yeah. So at what point did he decide to get into it and why? Right. And why, exactly. And then what point did he say, no, I can run five miles right. or ten miles, whatever his distance is getting into it. I mean, yeah. what motivated him to go that way? Right. And essentially, that's what motivates most people. I mean, you hear all the time. I mean, Scott Hyme was my first look into ultra running, and I didn't get it. I hated running. And I, right. I looked at him, and he's like, his biggest thing so many times was, I want to see what I'm capable of. Exactly. Right. And, I mean, everybody should have that thought in right. life. And it seems like this guy doesn't have that just yet, right? Yeah. What am I capable of? And that could be, like you said, that can be anything. Okay, that can be with um, your career, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what am I capable of on this? Should I go for my master's? Exactly. Should, should I, I go for my PhD? certification? Exactly. <laughs> right? You know, it could be said across many spectrums of the life cycle. 
How many how many orders of deep fried cheese curds can I eat in one I sitting? Know. So how many times have we mentioned cheese curds today? Just we four. Have the four. Amy at Pet, least. Amy Pet's gonna love that. By the way, <laughs> she's probably counting them for yeah. me. Cheese curds five. But it, but again, and I I see what you're saying. I'm not saying, and I, I guess what I mean is I. I, I'm with you, right? 100%. Right. Exactly. I'm I with think you. that you need, when, when somebody is is wrong, you need to, one, say it, say it respectfully, and then try to then listen to, you know, their side of the story as well. Yeah. But yeah, I think some of the, and I, again, I think if some of these sentences were differently worded or left out, it wouldn't have got to that point. But I think right. there were some there that kind of, that's what fired some people up. Sure. Is instead of just asking, why do you do this? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand the right. blood or the sunburns. Or, right, that's exactly. That's to me. Because then you can explain it. But when you're yeah. throwing in, do you have to be well off? Do you have to have no problems? Is your life not meaningful? Right. I mean, is there not like enough that? suffering in this world that you can't, you know... Volunteer, volunteer your time, your time exactly help. and because you don't know if people do that too they, hell yeah they do you know i know they do you know yeah. it's like hey i'm volunteering at the soup kitchen on wednesday exactly or, you know right? i can't do this or i'm running this charity run 5k to help raise money MS, f- yeah raise know? money for cancer or yeah, something like that or whatever and you see a lot of ultra runners like example you know the Dude, that, fireman that, that fireman did <laughs> yeah. you see him on around the hundred mile yeah. in full fireman gear and it was not a cold uh-uh. day it was, it was bad it was almost 80 degrees yeah. full fire gear with miles. the oxygen bottle on his back u.s flag yeah i mean running for a cause something close to his right heart and and soul so yeah, that's. I think that's it. Is I think before this individual probably asked the questions the way he did, he m- might have wanted to dig a little deeper, or just sit back on the sideline a little bit more, yeah, a little and just longer. watch and observe, yeah, right? Yeah, to take it in because yeah. you see some people's like like you sit at a hundred mile finish line, right? You'll get it a little bit better. You will. It, like, like okay, if I was going to get into cheese curd eating competition, There's right? One. There's another one. I would sit on the sideline for a little while and watch I mean, what the best people are doing. Yeah, like me. You'd watch me. Yeah, I, w- I would watch you'd you. You'd hang out with me. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm going to hang out with you. I'm going to shadow you. Well, I'd actually pay attention when you're eating cheese curds. Yeah, that's right? true. Instead of uh, like having a gag reflex, because those squeaky <laughs> things make me kind of... Get them deep fried, man. Dude, they, anything deep fried is good. Yeah. And cheese curds are too. Yeah, so... But yeah, just kind of interesting, um, you know, little uh, little comments. And you can yeah. find those in a lot of places. But this one just kind of struck with me because I've been doing a lot of thinking about it. Right. And that's where I thought of why I did this or why I did that. Or, you know, because I run, you know, ran my first 100, did it, was so ecstatic. And then I, the next one I did, I had a goal, hit that. Super, right. So, I mean, it was different different thing my second time around. Right. Right. So, it's not going to always be m- the same motivating factor for every single race you run. No, it's always different. And I don't know if you've ever watched, seen a marathon. Twenty. That's that's twenty six point two miles. Right. There's sunburns, blisters, blood. At those, not just hundred mile distances. Yeah. So no. Right. You can get that anywhere. Yeah. I've, I've been bloody on a five k run. Oh yeah. Right. Fall. Mm-hmm. You know, I separated my shoulder on a peak in a sixteen <laughs> mile run. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> anything you can get in a car wreck any day. You can. You yeah. Know, you can get injured anywhere. Right. So I think the whole blister thing. I think that's kind of out the door anyway. That that's kind of like. That's a given, right, yeah. for running 100 miles. Yeah. You're probably going to get a blister. And if you are not willing to accept some sort of physical punishment and pain, that says something about you. Yeah, I think so. Deep down inside, you're not willing to get uncomfortable. I, I Man, that's just – I've seen this it. in the gym so much. People don't want to get uncomfortable. 
And there's just something universal about those people who don't want to get uncomfortable. They're always looking for the easy way out. Yeah. yeah they want something fast. They don't want to work for it. Or they're not in, they're not into it, and then well, you shouldn't do it anyway. No, I mean, okay, so you can almost extrapolate that, right, out into their life. Yeah. If they don't want to work hard in the gym, I bet you they're not going to want to work hard in school and at life. Getting out of that box. Yeah. Right? Out of their comfort zone or out of their realm of, you know, I'm in control or this doesn't hurt, like you yeah. say. I think that whole hurt thing, it, it, I guess, I don't say get used to it, but you almost get times you might even crave it. A little bit. Okay, so like if, you, if you're in a big training cycle. So do this for an experiment. Go Have a two-week training cycle, and you're going to run, on, say in that, in that 14 days, you're going to run at least 12. And then you stop and you take a two-day break. Your body craves it. Once you stop, yeah, right, it does. You miss it. You do. You miss it psychologically and physically. You're you're missing it. Yep. No, I agree. So yeah. Anyway, uh, that's just a, that's a big. That was big, a nice uh, rant. That was a good one. Um, but again, I think there's not a right way to answer that question for everybody. There's everybody's right way, but not one. Right. Well, right he had, way, he had multiple questions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they kind, of, but they all kind of there's some snark. Almost felt some snarkiness. Right. It's like, okay, why do you do this? Yeah. And I think I think that's our platform's a little bit nice that way because talking about it is a little right. bit easier than typing it because you can get it wrong if you don't use the right emoji or punctuation. <laughs> right. Where we can get our you know our thoughts across a little right. easier sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And through through especially if we have cheese curds here. There it is again. Maybe next show. So anyway, I think that's pretty much it for the week. I think uh, so I think too. that's a good one to end on. But again, uh, you know, we really appreciate, like Joel mentioned last week, we got a couple more, but we appreciate the uh, the comments on iTunes or reviews. That's fun. That type of stuff. I know we got another one on Facebook. We got a yeah. five star and some really nice words there. Right. You know, that helps us in a lot of ways, not just uh, mentally, but, yeah. uh, you know, with the big picture. Right. Um, good news is we got uh, got a confirmation. We have some new gear that's going to land here about April 10th. Yep. Some new custom stuff that you're uh-huh. going to enjoy. And so help us out. Let's clear the store out with mm-hmm. all. We're about out of large sizes and shirts. Right. Um, we got a lot of hats. Um, help us clear that out. And we might have a few more items to throw up. Joel's holding up a really sweet uh, 50-50 water bottle. Everybody I've ounce. talked to loves these things we so far. To, we might have to do some of those. Yeah. So we've got, not, the, we've got the orange color and the blue color and the black color so far. Yeah. And they all look good. That have been engraved. And they all look rad. They look really good. So, so we'll have to get those up. Oh, and I talked to Gabe Joyce. I'm going to leave that because I know we're kind of getting off here. He says his race is filling up. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can, if you're in, where, where are you? So if you're in Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Utah, Arkansas, <laughs> Josh, yeah, <laughs> uh, go check it out. His race. If yeah. you don't have something that weekend, go do it. Yeah, it looks right? pretty cool. And he, yeah. I messaged him because I haven't signed up yet. Um, but he's like, "Yeah, we're filling up," and I'm like, "Nice, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool." So. Anyway, I think that's it for the week. Uh, Look for our show next week. And uh, don't forget to leave a comment. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Joel's got to get in his car. It's raining. Yeah, i got to go to work. He's got to get to work. So, uh, all right, we'll talk to you next week. 